difference between us is that I can feel pain. Sounds like a real boogeyman once you said he's coming for you. Not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy! There's someone else in the hotel with us. There's a crazy woman in one of the rooms. It's got a death curse. This isn't science. It's more like black magic. Your specimen has been processed, and we are now ready to begin the test proper. Okay, coming to you live and desperately hiding from a mutant dog thing in a research station somewhere in Antarctica. I'm your host, Travis Wormwood. Welcome to Holiday Hill Radio. Is that right? Anyway, the season of cheer and fear is upon us, so we decided to go on an expedition to find the most elusive of the cryptids, Santa Claus. Anyway, I think we went to Antarctica instead, and we are now trapped. I say we because I'm not alone. I'm with my sometimes co-host, Maya Wormwood. Hi. Hi. Beyond this room are a thousand rooms. Apparently, she saw an alien once. I started bleeding, and then they were screaming she was bitten. Surprise, bitch. Hey. Nice. Never gets old. <laughs> Never. I don't know. I listened to it on repeat. Yeah. How's it going? It's going great. Having a cozy little day here. Definitely feeling the Christmas magic in the air. I'm knitting currently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are we knitting? I'm knitting a scarf. I'm almost done, too, so I'm getting pretty excited about yeah. it. The, the ball is getting uh, small. It's really little, about the size of a cutie. Well, you know, yeah, as they used to say, small ball. <laughs> small ball. Uh, okay, great. Hey, I'm glad to have you here on uh, very, close to, very close to Christmas. The holidays all around us, and Hanukkah yeah. just kind of passed by us. Uh, Kwanzaa's on the forefront. There's some, uh, you know... The Yule is burning bright. 12 days away? Christmas. Uh, we're at like 10 now, 11. We're at 11, 11 days 11. now. And we're, we're definitely trying to watch at least one uh, horror holiday movie per day. Mm-hmm. Or, and we're know. definitely receiving a lot of birds from our uh, true love. Yes, and yes, with with the 12 days comes what? Lots of birds. 40-something birds. Yeah. Which, yeah, um, another horror movie, a classic horror movie. A movie that my mom showed me, actually birds how do you feel about that i'm scared of birds i don't like them yeah. good good movie i'm pretty sure that uh alfred hitchcock like that some of the act some of the act actors i were, think like, he gave people attacked by birds ptsd from birds yeah, yeah. Hmm. frightening birds you, you better you know you They're better just watch small out. dinosaurs yeah, just small dinosaurs They're just small and they can all fly now yeah a t-rex with wings how do you feel about that? Terrifying. Terrifying. That's and kind of cool. Something you get. Yeah, That's just, just a dragon. dragon. Yeah. So I guess birds are just dragons. Tiny, tiny dragons. Um, how is horror them. for you? We've had a pretty horrifying week. We've been watching some Christmas horror, um, such as... Yeah, well, could I rename this segment Horror for Us? I think we've been pretty much... <clears throat> when we're yeah. taking media or any kind of horror-related thing... Besides just day-to-day life stuff, I feel like it has just been us. So I don't want to try to... If I get, if I let you take the segment, I'm not going to have anything to say afterwards. Yeah, ditto. So what do you got for us? What have we well, done? we've watched a couple horror movies. We've watched Nightmare Before Christmas, um, a classic. Um, but one we haven't seen yet, we've seen Violent Night for the first time. 
Violent Night with yeah. um, I loved Al- it. Eleven's dad. Yeah, Eleven's dad. And he was like, no spoilers. He was just like a Norse, like Santa. He had a bunch of like sick tattoos. This doesn't give away the plot at all. It's just know. kind the of like kind of something right I felt really, you. felt really like built the story in a unique way. Violent Night. It's yeah. not horror in the very horror sense, but it's like a, it's like an action thriller. There's some thrilling parts. I was suspensed. I was caught in suspense for a few moments there. I did not know what to expect because I didn't watch the um, uh-huh. trailer, and that was not what I was expecting. Yeah. Violent Night is way. about it's about the San- Santa going taking revenge. That's the, kind of the plot. It's of just it. about Santa, you know, getting back to his roots, and his roots are he's a Viking. And he's an ancient. Yeah, he's a Viking. Yeah, he's a Viking, and that's maybe a spoiler. That's about it. It's not a spoiler. I don't know. You get that about ten minutes in. Yeah. Yeah, so Santa's Santa's kind of like hot in this yeah, one. Yeah, he's hot. <laughs> oh, he's always been hot. Big old, big huge dude, big beard. I feel like everybody already has a crush on Jolly. He's got that big te- teddy bear status. Yeah, you know? he's got the dad bod status. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's find him as many of those kind of roles as we can. Yeah. Hmm. He's got long hair in this one, which is nice. Yeah. That's Violent Night. We yeah. saw, yeah, then we watched Nightmare Before Christmas, most of it anyway. Might have fallen asleep at the end there, but it's, you know, I've seen it. We've seen it. Well, we also fell asleep we saw, during uh, Violent Night. We did not watch the end of that. I, was, I saw it when I was sleeping. Or he saw me Travis when I was sleeping. Travis fell asleep first. And Santa would. Um, the <laughs> Nightmare Before what Christmas. What would Santa do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we, got to, we got to listen to all our favorite tunes in it, I believe. My tune is the What Is This one. What is this? What is this? Yeah. I think it's the most annoying, which I love. I think that might be my favorite too. It's yeah, got, it's just really, it's, it's, it's just good. great. It's good, that's and that's a good. I like that. There's a lot of. I must have been thinking of it when I was thinking about Pumpkin Hill Radio because there is just it's it's very pumpkin heavy. That that's very pumpkin very Hill. pumpkin heavy. Yeah, very yeah, heavy. Jack very the pump, heavy the pumpkin king. Yeah, I for, yeah yeah he does bust out. I forgot why he's, he's a full named. scarecrow at first. Yeah, with a, with with a, a pumpkin, pumpkin head. head. That's why he's pumpkin. Starts Jack. on fire, jumps and then in a well, lights himself on fire. Yeah, yeah, move yeah cool move diva and when he rises from the well how the claymation or the anime like how i think it's, it's claymation right yeah claymation um, stop motion. Uh, how like yeah stop motion claymation how like his bow tie uh when he comes out like he comes out coffin style with his arms crossed and his bow tie kind of unfurls like bat wings because it is like a little bat looking thing yeah but it's i like i like the animation and, and just that little moment i always like that the animation is always enchanting in, the, yeah. in that movie it's something that you you know you kind of watch old like animation movies that aren't like that artistic and you're like wow this looks like garbage but i feel like claymation always really holds up in like my memory yeah, it definitely like, does there if was... anything it's more impressive it is super impressive it, it is it's amazingly impressive there were some parts where they had to sing and their mouths were moving so fast that it did remind me a little bit of old school like south park where they would put like entirely different like cardboard mouths over their faces for just half a second when it was flashing through which is like fine. That's Love a great that. art technique. Yeah, it just like it, I don't. I didn't really recall that from last time I watched it, which was probably when I was a little bit younger. But good, good stuff. What else Hold did we up. watch? We watched. Uh, um, all things stirring. All the no, creatures wait. were stirring. Yeah, all the creatures were stirring. This, that one was on Comfy. This was on Shutter. I, yeah, I believe so. You can catch it on Shutter for free or probably rent it. Do we know what Shutter is? Shudder is the streaming service, the preferred streaming service of Pumpkin Hill Radio. 
and um, Holiday it's, Hill Radio today. It's and basically it, Netflix for all horror movies. It's yeah. great. It has everything you could ever ask mm. for. Um, it has a, a lot of really good originals, actually, yep. honestly. Yeah, they've been pumping out um, good ones. A lot of really good subcategories, so you can find, like, exactly what you're looking for. And they usually have, like, a first month free. They do. So, they, they, yeah, they're streaming, I think it's, like, six ninety nine a month right now. And you can, like, usually bad. get a couple months free if you're doing it around any kind of holiday. Like, I'm sure there's, like, a Christmas or, like, a holiday uh, discount right this now. This is not an ad. This is just love for the streaming service. Is, yeah. yeah, you know. But we're shutter, not, well, we're not up. being paid for that, but we will if you... Or we will. We'll plug it is, more yeah, in the uh, future. But also, all the creatures we're stirring. Maya, do you want to speak on that at all? I think I have a couple yeah, notes well, on this one specifically. Well, okay. We like we don't really watch the trailers beforehand, so we just went into this like not knowing what it was. Um, basically, it's let's this keep it couple... spoiler-free enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to like set up what happens like at first mm-hmm. um, and just kind of like the gist of it like mm-hmm. basically just what you would probably see in the trailer but just like my views on it um so it's this couple that's on a first date um and kind of like an odd couple and like and like for their first date it's like on christmas for some reason which is so weird um and they're like this is the only show that's playing today and it's this play and it's this weird play um and it kind of like was it the 24th or the 25th was it christmas eve was it, was it the night of Christmas Eve? Was it Christmas Eve or was it Christmas? Right, I think, I it, think was... it maybe it was Christmas Eve. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it would make more sense if it was Christmas Eve. <clears throat> and yeah. they were meeting up because they met outside the movie the the, uh, the the not the movie theater, just the like the, the, the theater, the theater, the play theater, the local theater for yeah. like plays and actors and things. And they met outside that and they said, "Well, it's better than being alone on Christmas." Yeah, yeah. I assume that's something you'd say, Christmas Eve, trying to be sort of a hopeless romantic. Yeah, so um. So it's set, so like each of like the segments of the play, it's kind of like a variety play um, about like different like one-liners of Christmas, you know? Um, and it it starts, <laughs> bless <laughs> sneeze you. It starts off with just Blessings like, from who, by the way? The title being set out on this big um, board by this lady, which Travis thought had the best hair ever. Um, she was cute. And then these actors kind of set up the premise of the play. Um, and then it kind of, like, goes to a cinematic view of, like, the storyline the play performers are doing. Um, and it's always just, like, the most bizarre, like... Yep. It's an anthology. It's, yeah. Um, it's like, a, it's a, it's like a play of anthologies. Christmas mm-hmm. anthology, just bizarre. And then it ends kind of just, like, mm-hmm. really comedically with the play actors like yeah. acting out what you saw like yeah. high tech high because, effect well because yeah, like each act because each act of the play does cuts away to a fully realized like short story yeah then it cuts back to the after the very end and it's just the play again and, and the like actors very, are like acting out the very cinematic yeah. like special effects and it's just really yeah. funny it's very minimalistic. <laughs> yeah, there's like nothing in the background it's just yeah yeah it's very mm. like yeah the actors are all wearing like gray so they're very like mm-hmm. they can fit any scene but it's just like very funny but the, all the all the individual uh anthology sets were great there was uh yeah hmm. and it's like this small theater that they're doing this play and like tiny theater like think like 25 to 30 seats i feel like I feel and like at the 20. beginning um before the intermission it was halfway filled up and halfway through it um 
um, after the intermission, like I'm pretty sure it was only like that couple and, and like, like one or two other people. One or two just like loners, and yeah. at the very end, it was just no, the yeah, couple but, and the yeah. one guy. But that doesn't even. That's, that's not really just because even... how weird the play was. Yeah. It doesn't. Okay. I don't think it matters. I think maybe that, we can. But it was good. I I, I liked it. I would, I would watch it again. Breaking it down for next Christmas. How about? We can talk about we can talk about each of these segments that the play actually is in about a year from now, or maybe if Christmas in July come come uh, come back, you know, do a comeback story. Uh, what else did we watch? I think we saw one more pretty big thing. It was actually the winner of the Pumpkin Hill Radio Awards 2023 Creepies. Uh, this is of course Godzilla minus one. Yes. We saw this in theaters with. Uh, pod favorites uh, Dawson and Sam, and, my, and myself and Maya were also there. So uh, subtitled, of course. Anything to speak about this? I mean, I guess yeah, definitely let the viewer, the, the listener, go see it for themselves. Um, maybe just uh, so I get a, a lick in on this. It's a really good, it's a really good movie. One of the best of the year. One of the best in a long time. And Godzilla movies, um, very good. It's like I on par with Shin Godzilla in a different way, but it's very it's very cool. Yeah, I would say I don't even like action movies that much. Like they kind of just like bore me. I usually well, okay, I did fall asleep during this movie, but that's only because it's like really long and it's really subtitled. And you know, I just had a peppermint shake, which was like delicious. And when I was there a was, kid, I there was peppermint schnapps in it too. I think there was a, it was an adult shake from the theater. I think. Well, yeah. But I used to uh, fall asleep with candy canes in my mouth when I was a kid. So I feel like that just, like, triggered that. And I just mm. fell asleep. I only fell asleep for, like, a couple minutes. It's a Christmas memory. Yeah. It was good. It wasn't it, really an action movie. I mean, it was because there was just movement in it. But it was, it was definitely it was a lot, an action it was... movie. But it was also, like, heartfelt. Like, the human aspect was there a lot. The, um... Yeah, seeing that post-war Japan was pretty neat and, like, full color like that. Like, it was, like, a good interpretation of it. It was a know? good period piece, and it felt like an old movie, even though it just came out. It did, and Godzilla was heavily featured. Did not Godzilla dis- looked so did cool not and disappoint. real. Yeah, did not disappoint. Um, and the and it, it was one of the... Godzilla movies in general have a hard time with, like, uh, filling out their human characters. Sometimes it's like, you know, you just want to get to the big the big spectacle, which is just these giant kaiju. And this one had good a, a good human element. Um, no spoilers, but within the first five minutes, he made a little baby named Akiko, who's real cute, and you kind of just want you need everything to be okay for her. I would say. Yeah, kind of like King Kong, but like <laughs> for Godzilla. Yeah, kind of like a little a little uh, baby girl for uh, Godzilla. To... Yeah, but Godzilla doesn't give a shit about Godzilla. This baby. Yeah, unlike King Kong, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Godzilla... That's where the here. That's where the human element comes in. Yeah, you need, you need like. The other players to take charge. Loved it. Go see it. We'll we'll, we'll give some. We'll give a detailed spoiler, uh, full response at some point. I know we got other people that want to talk about it. That's horror for us this week, correct? Anything in just your day to day? Um. Well, day to day, we've just been watching more of Riverdale, and that's pretty horror. I mean, like we're getting pretty deep in it. We are. We haven't brought up. We've gone kind of like messed up. We've gone so long without bringing up Riverdale because I was afraid to um do that. Why? 
It's just it's 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 a hidden gem, and it's agreed, and it's not a great show. It's just the best show. It's such a bad show. It's a good show. It's I like don't know a, what to say. It's a bad. It's a bad show. It's, it's great. a bad show. But it's, it's more fine. and more through the seasons. There's everyone's like, hot in it. Everybody's so. hot. Uh, there's a there's like serial killers in every season. There's a big there's murder plots in every season. There's cult stuff. This whole last season was about Mothman. Which is now becoming like a cover up for like a mur- whatever Just hillbilly murder, whatever. woodsman, hills of eyes. It's so campy. I think I recall you saying like it's so campy. Like it does not take itself seriously. It's mm-hmm. absurdly mm-hmm. entertaining. It's, it's trying to be because it's it's trying to have the aesthetics and the and the and the character values of a nineteen sixties cartoon. Like comics. like I forgot it was set in current times. I'm like, wait, this is like set in the nineteen fifties, right? Yeah. And Travis is like, no, it's it just absurdly set, it campy. It is set like a long time along our timeline, like twenties. Like 2020, 20, like 17, I think is when it started coming out. And it was yeah, just you're, right you're like, Veronica said it's 2021 like or 2022 They're using apps. Or whatever, they got yeah. phones. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, but I just forget. But they're because, doing like, like, they're doing insane like uh, diner product, like, yeah. product placement with like current products. I don't know. It's, but it is good. And it's good in a way that you probably don't need to get started on it. But maybe I just don't recognize those things when I watch TV I'm usually doing something else like coloring or knitting or yeah whenever they hold up a bag I like Doritos and they're like this is great when has this happened I don't, there's a lot of times I think I think Hiram Lodge was eating a sandwich one time and he had a bag of Lay's and he was like holding it <laughs> so <laughs> and it just that kind of stuff sticks with me they're always I think they're using like the hinge app for like dating a lot. Are you sure it wasn't less? They sent they sent uh money over chime the other day, like for the app. Are you sure it wasn't let's? It wasn't let's the other potato chip from community and a lot of other things. So yeah, Riverdale is horror adjacent in a strange way. It's like it rides that line where it's just Well, it's camp horror. It's camp horror. It is. There's Somebody dies. There's like been like three funerals in the, it's this dark. season. Yeah. It's dark and like super light at the same time. It's a good thing to have Amelie working in other stuff. Yeah. You can really check in on it. There's when... just so much of it. You can kind of just get lost in the world. There's so many yep. seasons and it's just so like it's a lot of content. It's a lot of content. <laughs> Which is That's nice. I love a good show with a lot of content. Um, Good binge show. Anything else for horror this week? That about sums it up. Let's take it to our... Our first segment. Um, with Godzilla on the rides in so many ways. We saw this new movie. He's got another movie coming up. There's a TV show out right now. This is content abound. What does the franchise look like five movies from now? Any of them. It could be it could be Godzilla minus one in five movies. It could be this Monsterverse movie in five movies. Just thinking about the trajectory of most horror and action flicks. How things get stranger and more absurd with each passing sequel. What's the like six? What's Godzilla minus seven? Or <laughs> I think maybe they're gonna try to humanize him or like worship him as a god, something like that. Kind of like King Kong. I think maybe they'll go King Kong with it. What do you think? That's not wait? what I want to happen, or I think be... would happen in real life. I just think that's based on the criteria you just said. I would feel they like take that's... seven movies to get there? That almost sounds like a movie three sort of thing, movie four sort of thing. No, because it's so unlikely. I feel like it would take that long to mm. get there. I feel like I feel like they're going to like kill the original Godzilla. Godzilla's going to have like little babies and the babies are, are going to be like hu- humanized. Like the babies are going to like learn to trust humans and work with humans. Mm. And then like they'll have oh. to fight an even bigger like monster oh. or like the babies will team up with the humans and and kill their mom or something. The big ass. 
hmm. Godzilla. OG. Is this based on any specific Godzilla franchise? Not right at now? all. And I and I'm not like <laughs> the most like knowledgeable about Godzilla yeah. lore or anything. I watched it with you because you probably really the less like the it. better. You're doing good on your own here. Honestly, I feel like I. Like I said, I just don't like action movies that much. I like horror, but I don't like horror action. It just honestly bores me. It makes me fall asleep. So, but, yeah, that's what I think. I would, I don't know. I would never call Godzilla an action movie in that sense. It's a specific, it's its own thing. Kaiju movies are its own thing. But I, I respect know. it. I know it's not like an action movie, but it's. <sighs> you know what I say? I want Godzilla to I also wouldn't call time. it a horror movie, though. It's a thriller. I Maybe, yeah, maybe. you're right. I I just like the what Godzilla, as I've said, what Godzilla is based on is like a horror thing, and I just like. Well, yeah, that's the, why like, I like the, it in some aspects. The like creaturefication of like an atomic tragedy is is something. Maybe it's not a horror, but that's got to be something, it's right? Dark, yeah. That's got to be something. If there's, yeah, but you know, then it becomes other things, and it kind of that evolves into what just straight up like Power Rangers. So at some point, yeah, it's not a horror. It's just like it is like a different thing. It's science. It's science. Thank you. Um, and yeah, like I just said, what I want for Godzilla five movies from now is for him to travel back in time. Maybe him in like, uh, uh, World War, uh, one. Godzilla got through the time portal. Just a little earlier. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. He got through the time. Maybe him. Yeah. Anything. Okay. Next segment. X-Files pod section. This is where we can briefly speak about, um, the likelihood and and what we would put on a second little maybe mini podcast that would still go on this stream maybe be like 30 minutes maybe a full 45 or whatever we do um but we're talking about maybe a x-files watch along maybe like taking notes and then speaking our our truths about each episode how does that sound any any um thoughts yeah, I mean, X-Files is Travis's favorite show. I have watched a lot of episodes. I mostly watch the Monster of the Week ones. I don't really watch the storyline ones. Yeah, I would ones. love to like try to keep track of the story. And the Monster of the Week one. Yeah, I honestly don't really... I know loosely the story, obviously, but I haven't really got into it in that aspect as much as I have into other shows. We usually just watch the Freak of the Week ones, which mm. are my favorite. Speaking of Freak of the Week, could you just open the door so that our dog comes to the door so I know he's not getting up into trouble? Puppy, are you getting into trouble? Puppy? Uh, for the listener, he was just putting on a face like he did something wrong, so I would go investigate. The house actually looks fine. Uh... <laughs> I don't know what he's doing though. He's scrambling around. Um, and now Maya's taking a picture of all three cats on the bed. All three of the cats are looking so cute. They look like little angels. We just figured out today that one of our like comfort shows is um, Bob's Burgers, and um, we just figured out like okay, so our oldest is Marceline. She's Tina. She's very boy crazy. She's a Leo. She's always looking for attention, always on Dawson's lap, you know. She even likes Sam, and not a lot of people like, a lot of people or animals like Sam. Sam's, you know, an acquired taste. Um, and then our middle <laughs> child is Vladimir, and he's totally a gene. He's overweight, and he's just goofy. Um, very sassy, very sassy. And then we have Sabrina, our youngest, definitely a Louise. A little, uh, little go-getter, a little... Uh, 
little crazy girl. Definitely a screamer. De- just like, definitely. Yeah, she freaks out. <laughs> definitely a little freak. Definitely a little psycho. Love her, though. So I just realized that today. Did you ever realize that, Travis? Once you pointed it out. And I do you were like, yeah. to any like little trio of things. Because they have their own, they have yeah. their own character. They have their own personalities, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I just never put that together, and it's like kind of accurate, honestly. <laughs> Anything else um, that you want to put in the X Files pod? I think that that's a great story. I think that I was saying a part of the X Files part would actually be us just sort of talking about anything we wanted at all. So I think you well, talking about the cats right there is a great example of what the X Files podcast would look like for you, listener. I think um, a fun thing to do would be like. Um, you pretend you're Mulder, I pretend I'm Scully, and we try to see if we'd make the same decisions as they would make, or, like, how we would solve the crime in some of them. I mean, it depends on the different episode, but we can, um, kind of talk about, like, our knowledge of the paranormal and aliens and what they're dealing with and how we would deal with the situation. Shuffling my notes. Um, and also we could vote on, like, the best freak of the week or our favorite, because I definitely have some favorites. We could talk about it. Well, yeah, what we would do as a freak of the week differently. Or one thing I did want to do maybe is try to divine um, each. Um, maybe each kind of episode has a specific bad guy, bad person, like villain, or just monster. Maybe they're just misunderstood. Bad guys are just guys that have been bad. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to try to divine the their um, astrological signs or star signs, and maybe we could <laughs> maybe we could like try to read that. And see how accurate it is. They're all Aries. They're all well. They're all know, Virgos and Aries. I got some. I got some I'm websites sorry. we can look up to get their whole star charts going, and I think that'd be fun to try to uh, read the monsters' signs based on clues from the episodes. Usually, they tell you maybe like when it came from, where it came from, or like the time. You know, we can guesstimate on like you know exact dates and times of births, but that's hilarious. I think that's a good idea. You know, by the first one, we the first uh, or you know different episodes, we probably could just figure out. Because what Mulder and Scully have their exact dates and times and locations of birth. And do on, you know it? Least, on the wiki. I know there's a couple of scenes where it flashes Mulder's, um, besides the intro, there's a couple of scenes where it flashes Mulder's like full identity on like, um, on, like um, monitors, like computer monitors. Well, you have a tattoo him. of Mulder. Um, what's his info? I give, do. give us the specs. I'll, I'll figure it out. We're still working. And oh, yeah, you don't know it by heart? And that is... Uh, you don't have that Speaking tattoo. Speaking of horror, <laughs> probably the only real person's face I'm ever going to get tattooed on me. That's still alive. Besides anyway. my face. Besides yours. Just because, you know what I mean? You'd hate to get somebody that just goes ahead and gets canceled like on you. And like David Duchovny's already such a sex freak. <laughs> he's already canceled. Like he's already canceled, but not in like that like horrible <clears throat> way. I'm just like <laughs> He has a disease. A sexual disease. He has a sexual disease. <laughs> sexual which, deviancy disease. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 a it's that's a it's a high risk scenario getting a uh, actual person's living face on you, you know, in the in the depiction of Mulder, but still, that's I love it though. It's yeah, it's rolling the dice. Who the hell cares? Anything? Uh, Axe file segment. I think um, I think we just filled out with that. I think be- between just talking about our days, doing their star charts. Uh, Maya, what else did you want to do there? Um, just doing like rating, rating the monster out of like how many freaks out of ten. I think we, we should us. rate like the um, sexual tension in the episode yes. yeah, as well. That's, that's great, and yeah, and then it's trying to keep track of the actual story through an episode would be hilarious. I think. Yeah, and I think just like 
like like fleshing out like building the story together just like talking out the story together Mm -hmm. will be kind of fun because you know a lot you're a lot more knowledgeable about it because you've watched it a lot through you've watched it probably like what 20 times through and i've watched a lot of episodes i've probably watched mostly all of them episodes just not at all in order and honestly not a lot of the big Mm storyline ones I think that's enough to fill out a full podcast length of time between all that. And the last question on this segment of X-Files pod section is, um, is it X-Files? Or is it something like Twin Peaks? Is it something like Scream Queens? Something that you're more familiar with? A newer thing that's like a smaller, it's only two or three seasons? Yeah, that's only two seasons Or we're digging into like, we're doing into some controversial stuff. We're doing a Buffy. You know, like our, we could pick. Yeah. Or, you know, like I think that. There is there is a chance that we pick something with if just one or two seasons and we can walk through a couple of them a little faster. Or we just rock the X-Files train and we can ride that right into the dirt. I feel like in the X-Files is a good place to start, but there are definitely a lot of series that are fun to like rewatch. Like I would love to rewatch Buffy. Um the 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 redhead girl, she is um she's on Dancing with the Stars she now. Is, she is and yeah, she is. Yeah, what's her freaking name? I don't know. We should know her. She's been with us as long as we've known media. I know. She's adorable, just too. All the she, yeah. yeah. She, like, that's her personality yeah, in real cute. life, too. She's like, little, she's so fun. Yeah. Like, I, I hope she goes far on Dancing with the Stars. Uh-huh. I've only watched the first episode, so I don't know. She Maybe she gets kicked off on the second, and I'm Who just knows? like. <laughs> yeah. We were I don't watching know. I something else, and that show just kind of came on. Yeah, so. it just kind of like bled into that show, so. and we're like, okay, we're not gonna change it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is funny because mm-hmm. it also had Jason Mraz. He's also competing. He's got some moves. He's got he's got some honestly. Moves. He's doing good. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. At so at this, great. That's the X Files uh, pod section, and we will we might start doing a. Uh, it would probably it would come out on a different day, either weekly or every other week us just watching an episode and it would come out I'm still on this stream and it would probably have a different name just with like a colon in the title and then it would have like whatever whatever that doesn't matter that's behind the, the scenes pump stuff. files the x pumpkins yeah so many possibilities and, I, and Maya is going to work on the artwork so that the like the backsplash uh, for it will look different than the normal pumpkin hill radio I already have an episodes. idea I want it to kind of be maybe like um, a carved pumpkin with an X on it or like a pumpkin getting abducted by aliens. I think one of those would be pretty cute. Yeah. Or like cute. or like a pump or like pumpkins with like um carved to look like Mulder and Scully, that would also be cute. Oof. Um draw some mock ups and then That sounds we'll good. I'm bad it. at drawing faces, so I, and I, you're good at it, but that's that's a drawing faces is tough. But I'm I'm here for it. Well like car like stylized like stylized. pumpkin carving like mm-hmm. faces i'm not gonna like paint their faces mm. thing i could though <laughs> so do you want to hear about do you want to do a segment called death row meals or do you want to do a segment called holiday monster special i want to do both okay okay let's do both um well I got holiday monsters have pulled up. I don't have anything actually pulled up for the meals. So let's start with the holiday monsters. So we're just going to go over some of these freaks. Some of these some of these psychos that are uh, laying around the old holiday bin. Something besides Santa. Watch out, Travis. You're going to get coal if you... Uh, yeah. They like being called freaks, too much though. shit. You like being called they're, a freak. 
And I have a book called Yule that I've referenced before by uh, Robin Ginther Veneri. It's like, it's like self-published to some degree. So, it, but I love it. That means it's all the better. I just mean like you're not gonna find it on most places. It's just you can buy probably up on that Amazon. Means the government there. won't. Let, yeah, the government doesn't even want you to have it. Um, so this lists a couple different creatures of the of the holiday uh, times throughout the centuries. And I have a few pulled up from different wikis and stuff. Uh, we have a picture, we have like a, like a little series of, of framed pictures that I put up every year that are of um, Krampus, one is of the Yule Lads, one is of the Yule Cat, and then one is of, what, it's the uh, Mary Luid, Mary Luid, that like, it's the horror, it's the horse skull with like the sheet over it, and it's just the scariest thing ever, and it's just like somehow related to all this. Which one do you want to start with? And I have more, but maybe we can speak and pick one of those four. I guess um, I want to hear about the Yule Cat. I I know a little bit about that. Um, mm. I just think it's the cutest one, and I'd love to hear. Uh, the Yule Cat is a giant, and I'm going to read some from this book, and then I'm going to read some from just what I know, and maybe we can make some stuff up, too. <laughs> the Yule Cat is a giant cat that shows up during Christmas to eat children who don't get new pieces of clothes during the holidays. So I'm sure it listed somewhere in here, but I know I think the, we've already passed the day that the Yule Cat comes. I think it's like maybe like the seventh or the twelfth. Isn't this an you're, Icelandic? Yes, yeah, so you're, you're supposed to you're supposed to give kids like some mittens or like a scarf. And really, it's based on that if kids don't get these warm things, then they go out and they just they Freeze die in the blizzard. Yes. Yeah. So that's what it's like. And the, that's the Yule Cat is. The biting frigid colds of Icelandic winters. It's like, hey, kid, hey, parents, buy your kids um, some clothes, or else they're gonna so, die. Yeah, but so this is one of the traditions, you know, like Santa Claus. He was something else to begin with, but he got kind of trimmed down, made a little happier. The Yule Cat kind of has stayed the same, and like the people who celebrate the Yule Cat or like give, like treat the Yule Cat as this totem of the holidays, they like still treat it as this thing that you need to you need to respect it in the way that else it's gonna come up and just basically kill your kids um how you, anything else is you, that all the details that? we have there's a ton here? this is a full page i'm gonna try not to read verbatim and this is i'm also trying to pull off my own knowledge i got so like it is it's related hmm so this is i believe it's um the you it's the what's the witch there's a witch i think i got it grayla Grela, which is like kind of, I don't know if it's called is the Christmas Is she the mom witch. that has the seven like Yule lads? Yes, yeah, so she's mother of the Yule lads, and then I think the Yule cat is her cat. And then Grela is a giant, probably based out of Norse mythology to some degree. That's cool. She's like an old witch. She's like a witch creature, though. Some like kind of fae. thing. Like a, some type of fae, some kind of cool fae with a giant fae cat. And yeah. then, do you want to, so that, that's, that leads right into the Yule lads. What does it not, do you want to speak about them at all? I well, I kind of learned about them a little bit when I went to um, Iceland. Uh, tell me about I them. learned, like, each of them come on a different night, and they kind of, like, steal different things. Mm. I forgot what, what each of them. But I, they, I, feel, I feel like there's, here. like, seven. One's, like, let's see how many I can yeah, list. Yeah, guess, guess. Okay, one definitely licks yogurt. Hmm. One definitely. It, it's probably, it's the it's the um, Icelandic <laughs> word for yogurt, yeah. though. Uh-huh. Um, and then one licks milk. Okay. One, I feel like one licks on your shoes. A lot of licking for these seven lads, huh? No, I feel like they all lick something. Am I wrong? There's, yeah, we have a couple different liquors. We got spoon liquor. Yeah. 
He'll lick all the scraps off of the wooden spoons. I was going to say dish and then there's, liquor. <laughs> um, there's also um, bowl liquor, who eats the scraps out of yeah. the bowls. And I'm sure there's a thousand different um, yogurt liquor. cuts of them. Yeah. There's also... Skr, that's what it's called. There? Icelandic yogurt is called skr, skr liquor, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Could be. So there's 12 of them. 12 days of Christmas. Oh, yeah. I'm going to read. I don't want to guess all of them because I got this is too many. Do you have any more guesses, though? Dancer and Prancer and yeah. Vixen. We got Sheep Cope Claude. Sheep co- she- Excuse me. Sheep Cot Claude. Gully Gawk. What? Stubby. Spoon Licker. Stubby. Pot Scraper. Bowl My Licker. My favorite is Stubby. What does he do? Okay. Yeah, we'll stop on the ones you like. Stubby, as as this book says, is the smallest of his brothers and he uses vertically. He uses his vertically challenged stature to hide and snatch bits of food. <laughs> it uh, seems like they're just some hungry little yeah. boys. It's a, in here it says they're malnourished. Yeah. His, this poor diet has led to malnutrition and his gaunt appearance. Hmm. Then we have Bowlicker, uh, Door Slammer, uh, Skyer Gobbler. Skr. That, that's, skr. Skr. That, that's, that, that's, that's the dairy the, product. That's your yogurt. That's the Sandic so yogurt. So yogurt gobbler. That's what I yogurt, said. Yeah. You said it. You picked him. If Sausage I know Swiper, what. which, yeah. you know, catch me on. Uh, what's the one? Grinder. Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on he's on grinder for sure. Yeah. Which is that's more power. Uh window peeper? Ooh, I don't know. He's on This one's the free. He's on the just the he's on a list. He's the on the list. He's not on an app. He's on he's the He's on the list. naughty list. He's on yeah, well the government's naughty list, whatever that means. Uh doorway sniffer. This guy's just called Meat Hook. That's badass. That's like what well, that's my you know, you get me behind the He's wheel the of an badass eight, of a girl You get me out in, in an eighteen wheeler and I'm on the ham radio and they call me meat hook. I swear. <laughs> and then the last one, uh candle beggar. He comes on the twenty fourth. Can I have a candle? He arrives on Christmas Eve. Uh you know what that reminds me of? You know what that reminds me of? Have what? you ever um read the very traumatic holiday book, um, The Little Match Girl? Hmm. No. Oh, it's a tra- traumatizing child traumatic book. Holiday book. Yeah, it's a cool. traumatizing holiday yeah. book. We're gonna um, add more trauma to the holidays. Yeah. Okay. I haven't read this honestly in so long, but I kind of like repressed it because how like how like sad of a book it is. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, it's about this little girl and her whole family, and she's a little. Um, She's a little unhoused girl, and she sells candle. Um, she sells ma- uh, matches to light candles and stuff, um, but she doesn't have any candles. She just has matches, and she's selling matches, and it's Christmas, and she's walking past all these houses that are having Christmas feasts and stuff, but she's in the freezing cold, and she's just um, lighting matches, which she also sells, but she ha- also has to light them to live, um, and then she's just found Christmas Day frozen to death. And that's the children's book that I was read um, mm. every holiday season. Hmm. Some baby horror for Some you. Some baby horror. Candle beggar is begging for a candle so that he can take a bite out of it. Oh, he's eating candles? <laughs> What's uh, he doing? I would say Eat if, some skirt, please, if a sir. Little, if a lad comes to your home between now and Krimbus, uh, Just go have ahead. your candles on yeah, your doorstep. Yeah, give steps. him like half a candle to chew on. Yeah. And a dirty spoon. What's his favorite flavor of candles, is it? doesn't say. What's your favorite flavor of candle? Beeswax, duh. Mm. The best one. It's delicious. I like the pumpkin uh, spice ones. 
<laughs> we got the no, the, 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 it's like a bourbon pumpkin, you know. Yeah, it smells like a bookstore. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, if we had pump uh, candle flavors, candle scents. I like the ones that are like rain and like I don't. Okay, I don't like the word wet leather, but it's like this like mustiness that I like. I think I bought you that candle. I think the flavor was old bookstore. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Like it smells like a yeah. It smells like you just came out of like a, a mechanic's garage and went into a bookstore. So you kind of have this like oil on you. I don't know. It's not. It's a no. Scent. It smells like um an old style library yeah. where they have those mm. oil lamps. You're right. I, that's a good. That's a good smell. No, the best smell is a nice, unscented, very natural, all pure beeswax candle. Mm, that probably goes delicious. down the easiest. Yeah, that, that probably goes down the easiest for sure. Next up, we're talking about the horse on a stick, Mary Lloyd. This is a um, a Walesian, a Walesian. Is that what hobby horses South are Wales. based on? It's found in South Wales. No, hobby horse is a term that is like when you something you always do or go back to like again and again as like is this a thing no i'm not talking about the word i'm talking about the actual product the hmm. horse on the stick it could be oh those things yeah well this is first recorded in the 1800s and i have yeah, exactly to, i have to imagine that those little horses went back to like old renaissance time you know little wooden horses and stuff people just play imagine like an old like a, you know like english prince or princess but they have jumping to be related to each other in some way yeah, I bet it was. The tradition entails using, um, oh, God, I'm eating my words immediately. The first sentence on the wiki. <laughs> After it says the word Mary Lude and that it's from South Wales, it says the tradition entails the use of an ep- eponymous hobby horse. <laughs> <laughs> wow, am I psychic <laughs> or something? Which is made from a horse's skull mounted Holy on shit. a pole and carried by an individual hidden under a sackcloth. So you look like a demon. That is, is actually making so much sense. And I am yeah. so smart for like connecting these, yeah. honestly. Let's give me uh, a round of applause for being for a really... I, well, yeah, I guess, why do you doubt me? This is... Well, I guess you th- I think the way you said it, not into semantics. No, no. no. <laughs> I said it exactly how it's... I meant it exactly I how said, it is. I'm there. eating my words here. You right. are. Um, yeah, so it was first recorded in the 1800s, which definitely... Yeah, that's long enough ago to be scary it's based on i guess something something uh mother the mother mary doesn't have to be old to be scary uh-huh, uh-huh. it says um the, the the term is believed to mean holy mary and that's referencing the mother mary um it, it could have also been a, a pre-christian thing that kind of came back you know go ahead and look up it's m-a-r-i space l-w-y-d it's the scariest part of Christmas. I think I'd like to decorate our tree like this. Like put a sheet over, like a white sheet over the back of it and put a crazy-ass horse skull on the top. Not a real one. I want to make like one. a pa- oh, well, paper 3D mache print one. one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, 3D print one. That, yeah. That's that's okay. Ooh, we could like paint it gold. There we could are... gold foil it. <gasps> yeah. That'd be really fun. Hmm. I'm just looking at the, the wiki here. Oh, do you want me to tell you more of, of what it's going to say? Yeah. Guess what it says. <laughs> I don't, I'm sure that there's, I don't really know if there is some, there's a Saint, okay, it says that there's a Saint David's Day Festival uh, in Los Angeles, and there's like a, there's somebody dressed up as a Mary Lewis there. I don't see like a festival just for them. I think a lot of these things have their own thing. Um, you know, look it up. 
these these South Wales folks freaks. I love it. That's that's a that's a that's better than Santa. What are we? What's left on our list of four? I said Krampus. I think y'all already know about Krampus. We talked about him. Do you need a refresher at all? Anybody in the audience? Um, bells. The movie, yeah. What are the bells for again? The bell is to remember that you're trapped forever. Hmm. But that, but I think. Well, we kind of. I don't want to retread old ground too much. We said Krampus is related to like a satanic figure slash a Loki figure, and then Santa. Santa is then related to more of an Odin figure, and how those are kind of, um, two of a. Two of a set. Well, doesn't everything relate back to the Greek gods and a lot of? A lot well, of I don't. Gods. The Greek gods and the um, and the Nor and the Norse gods were developed, I think, separately, pretty much separately. That's why they. That's why the mythology behind Norse stuff is so scarce and like bizarre and like not and so like time loopy and like where the Greeks kind of have this like build out of like it's like they have like stats and like really like these complicated relationships and so does north stuff but it's just so much is unexplored from i don't think that they're that related i think they're the same Mm. you're right just perceived by a different culture no you're you're right because because they were obviously you yeah you do you because these these ancient cultures did take this the values and what they heard and just kind of rewound it Rewove re, uh, it. These giant gods visited both of these. Um, oh, you're saying it was these literal. ancient, okay. both these yeah. ancient civilization, <laughs> and taught them these different things and said, "Write it down." They both did, but in their both two in perspective. And mm-hmm. I think most of those are one and the same. Same with like Hindu religions and their giant gods. I mean, if you relate them, a lot of them are saying in basis the same thing, just from a different perspective. I mean, if you ask different people to draw a dog, they're all going to draw their interpretation of a dog, but you're still describing that and you're still seeing a dog in front of you. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's a an inner truth to... Dogs. <laughs> Or God. It's God backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. So. <laughs> yes, I I agree to the most extent. I I was going in the more um. I guess like literal sense of like. No, I was going in the literal sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess I I meant literary. I meant literary sense of like cultural exchanges of like, books and stories. It doesn't matter. You want to hear about something else? Sure. The Grinch. The most ancient and terrifying of all holiday beasts. As played by Jim Carrey. As played by Jim Carrey. He said that was like the worst role he ever did. Like he hated, like he hated just being in that costume and I like, I cannot blame him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is he a Yeti? Is he a big That player? was like the peak of his mental illness. He fit right in. The costume suited him well. What is he? What kind of creature is the Grinch? What kind of creature is the Grinch? Is he, I said, is he a Yeti um, or a Bigfoot? Yeah, I feel like he is kind of like, I feel like, okay, no, I feel like the reason why he's such a loner, I feel like he is actually, and he kind of has like a, okay, this is what I just pulled out of my mind right now. You know what I think he, you know what I think he is? He's half Yeti, half human. If you think about it, he kind of has like a who face, but then he has a furry body, but he's kind of like the same size. Well, he's a little bit bigger than humans and Yetis are like even bigger than that. So I Mm -hmm. think he is a half human half yeti and you think that who's and humans are basically the same thing humans humans they're humans dang 
No, I don't think they're the same thing. Okay. I sorry. I was. I was. I. You're I didn't say of, humans. I meant humans. You're kind of mixing it, but yeah, that's that's fine. That's cool. Uh, all that I have to add to that, I think that you're 100 percent correct. He's probably a half yeti, half human hybrid. If anything, I've just I've heard a few different like stories from like eyewitnesses of like redford or like greenford bigfoots which are like way more rare than like a black or a brown like furred like bigfoot whatever these like gray ones or whatever yeah but there's some that are like more like i guess a little more and swampy. orange ones are really yeah up. yeah the, yeah that red orange green spectrum of of giant ape is Wait, like green yeah that's what i'm saying there's green there's some that are like green and i don't know if that's like moss that's on them from being like a skunk ape type like swampy or from thing. like blending into forest or if it's like or if it just is a green like a green furred thing or if it's some type of you know if we go into the bigfoot thing if it's like some kind of psychic beast if it can just camouflage yeah. it will but there are some speaking of the grinch and being a green haired yeti or half yeti there are i'm some, looking at one right now yeah <laughs> that's true I, I travis has green hair and a mustache and that's what i'm saying yeah, that's funny I'm, uh, I'm, doesn't hurt. I'm really funny. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, that's 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 not enough. The Grinch, as I said, the I'm most looking ancient. looking at him. looking and... at the Grinch right here. Yeah. Bah humbug. Hold on. With your little dog. Oh, we're still going. Okay. For a second, <laughs> You're but... like, are we recording? No, is that monitoring on or off? Hold on. Let me put my um, headphones on and make sure that it sounds okay. Check, check, check. Yeah, okay. It's not it's not like screeching in my face or anything. I thought it paused, okay. We're working still. Um uh, I have more Christmas cre- critters, creatures, creeps and freaks. And I think I'm going to save them for the next pod, which is going to be I think like the day it'll come out on the 21st, which is going to be our last one before Christmas, and then the next one before that'll be like a New Year's thing. So I'm going to save the rest of the Christmas creeps for our full holiday monster special. And this will just be a holiday monster segment. Next segment, Maya, the one you've been waiting for. Death row meals? Death row meals. If you'll give me, if you'll speak for one minute about what you think about death row meals so I can post them up, that'd be great. Um, Death row meals. I feel like it's a really indulgent meal. It's like calories don't count if you're going to be electrocuted honestly the more calories you eat though the more like i feel like if you eat more the more electricity it'll take to kill you and the more excruciating it will be um i had a science teacher once tell me electrocution is the absolute worst way to die because basically each one of your cells explodes and you can just feel it you know i mean I've been tased before, um, just just from my um, just from my sibling. We like tased each other, just you know, just like a split second. It kind of felt like a dog bite, but I can't. But I can't even imagine that on like a cellular, um, more widespread level of just like every cell in your body feeling like it's being bit by a dog. Until like sometimes it takes a long time to be electrocuted to death, and like. Not if it fries. It's like hell. Not if it fries. I, I like if it when fries it's, your when brain it's high first. enough. The smoke's piping out of your ears like an old 1930s cartoon. I mean, you'd like to think it would be quick, but like it's not in all cases. And here we are on Death Row Meals, a variety show. Maya, welcome to Death Row Meals. Um, I'm going to have you Let's guess. get cooking. Let's get cooking. Before we get cooking, I'm going to have you, before we get cooking our own Death Row Meals, and by that I mean in picking our own and seeing how that goes. 
Yeah. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna read out two or three famous killers, and I'm and you can guess what they had to eat before they died. And I'm gonna then I'm gonna tell you the real meal. Okay. Maybe I'll tell you what they what the killers did too, so you get a little. And you already know them, but so for the yeah, listeners, well. just like refreshing. So content, like, yeah. maybe from least to most famous, and they're all famous, so whatever. Especially in this day and age of. Uh, you know, um, if you listen to these podcasts, and these kind of kill, yeah, and these, and these killer times, everybody knows. Eileen Warnos. What was her last meal? Well, I'm gonna, yeah. So, so yeah. So this is a female and, serial killer. And can you describe a little bit yes. what, what uh, she did? Uh, I one mean, of I the know, most but... notorious female serial killers. The first female serial killer. Mm, well, actually, not really, but no, the first famous. Because this is a color photo, and I know people been killing since caveman times. No, oh, Cave yeah. woman times. If they're killed, they're killing. No, but she's the first, Who, like, really notorious So, one. yes, exactly, notorious. Uh, so she murdered at least seven people between 1989 and 1990. Uh, and then, because she, she, pose, she poses a hitchhiking People, prostitute. there were men. Yeah. <laughs> people, yeah. Well, she killed uh, middle-aged men. Just the, men, yeah. Leaving their bodies along the highway in Florida. She was arrested in 1991 and admitted to the killings, but it claimed that she did it in self-defense. Uh, what did she eat? I'm gonna say she started off her first course was a cigarette. Second course was a light beer, and then I'm saying she had a um, maybe like a seafood boil, a seafood boil, and then a nice um, possibly like piece of blueberry pie, <clears throat> and then another cigarette, and then a shot of vodka. That's awesome. I don't know if you can request alcohol for your final meal, but I would definitely, th- I would throw that in for well, sure. Well, I don't know. I've never had a last real so, meal, my Eileen darling. So, Eileen Warnos denied a formal last meal and opted for a regular prison meal of a burger and snacks from the canteen instead. She then had a cup of coffee to top it off. I actually did, I website. actually did know that. Website, SerialKillerShop.com had that little, um, I know, just wanted to, to think what she would have ordered. Next, what a good old Ted Bundy. Uh, order out for his last meal and just for the listener again one of the most infamous serial killers teddy killed raped and murdered a lot of young girls in the 70s uh, uh confessed over 30 homicides and a lot of people think he's like hot or his like true whatever. victim count is unknown yeah, it, yeah you know. he just looks like a regular below standard people kind love of the psychos like nerdy people like the psycho he nerds. looks creepy like people love the psycho creepy nerds yeah, people love you, Travis. <laughs> he was electrified. He was electrified in '89. Uh, what did he order? I think he. I think his first course. No, I think he like just had like like a steak, like a really thick steak. I think he had a really thick steak. I'm trying to think of what he would have to for a side. I don't think he's the kind of person who would ever eat a vegetable. Um, mm-hmm. Plenty of sides and our veggies though. Especially back in '89, you know. Oh yeah, I'm saying he had a steak. He had some Jello for dessert, um, and a nice martini. I feel like that's a very creepy person mm. meal, and I feel like he's a very like, like. Okay, so a steak, Jello, and a martini. Yeah. Maya, you're good at this. Am I? He ordered. He was served a, a quote unquote traditional steak dinner. So he got steak. He also ordered over easy eggs, hash browns, toast, milk, coffee, juice, and butter. But the toast would have jelly, which I would say is close to jello. No. Well, but I, I was right on the steak. But it's funny that he ordered breakfast and a steak. See, steak, I, I steak knew dinner he, is I breakfast, knew, apparently. See, I knew he would be like. He's a meat eater. 
And no veggie, you're right. No, no, not a sign of yeah, veggies. Yeah, I knew he would He's not eat a veggie. the hash browns as, I knew he uh, would just be such like a standard meal. like a meat and potatoes and type person. Yeah. Okay, I got maybe one more here. I like this segment. I got I got a lot more here, but I'm gonna read one. I got, I'm just taking famous ones, just you know we can and we can work this in with lesser known or you know they we are can all work known our way these down days. To the niche. They're honestly all known, but I'm just gonna read the toppies, the top dogs. Uh, John Wayne Gacy. The killer clown, which was born in this, and he was born in the same town Travis was born in, um, across Wisconsin. Assaulted and murdered. You were born in Holman, though. Yeah, assaulted and murdered at least thirty-three boys and young men. Hmm. hmm. Performed at children's hospitals and charity events. Went by Pogo or Patches the Clown. He did all kinds of art stuff. We went to the uh, Museum of Death in New Orleans and we saw a couple of his original pictures and a lot of I think most of his art was destroyed if not all of it. But we saw we saw cuz the warden I think destroyed it cuz he yeah. painted a lot in prison and I think But he warden. had those there were those like crane looking clown ones that he did. Uh, there was some weird ones. But it's like paintings. Yes, yeah, the paintings. And some of those are also still like owned by private collectors too, which is freaky, I don't know. Is that right? Um yes, cuz I know of a few that have that kind of stuff. But You would that's good they don't you don't speak of it because it's like kind of illegal and whatever it's not like it's like definitely frowned upon because it's like you don't want these people to have a profit on anything so it's like when you do buy you have to you need to buy it through some kind of like charity auction and even then it's still very much on the line of legal like the legality terms are so i don't know wishy washy wishy washy so this this person who yeah this this horrible person what did john wayne gacy get for his last uh, meal before being getting the lethal injection is how he died. I think he had. Killer clown had. What? The killer clown had. The killer clown. I think he started off with like a tater tot casserole, a hot dish, if you will. Um, and I definitely think he had a cream pie for dessert and like a lot of cups of coffee. Hmm. That's what I think. Okay. John Wayne Gacy, the killer clown, had um, a dozen deep-fried shrimp, a bucket of KFC original recipe chicken, fries, which kind of like tater tots, I guess you got that, and a pound... I was going to say fries originally, but then I'm like, you know what? Make it more Midwest. And a pound of strawberries. Dang, he's healthy. Look at that. Well, he's balance. healthy. Yeah, he had a he's whole a, <laughs> KFC oh bucket and deep fried well, shrimp. Well, strawberries are really good. I mean, the I feel like... The pound of strawberries, all the natural sugars was definitely good I for feel him, like... Right? Me and John Wayne Gacy had similar childhood, um, not all of the similar childhood things, but, you know, in Wisconsin, there's a lot of uh, farms you can go to to pick strawberries, and I feel like maybe he got a pound of strawberry to relive those childhood memories of mm-hmm. going to, like, there's so many farms in Wisconsin, we could just pick pounds and pounds of strawberries. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I picked so many strawberries, yeah, I uh, my right. pee was pink. All right. Well, and we'll we'll look into that more next time. Do you want to pick your own uh, death row meal before we close this segment out? Uh, you don't have to. I would. I'll say you were right with the coffee stuff. I always and I quit smoking a long time ago, but I always used to say that my my last meal would be a uh, a cigarette and a coffee. I think my last meal would be like like lasagna, but like lasagna exactly. It would have to be made by my mom. Um, mom's lasagna mom's lasagna and like mashed potatoes that are like peeled and like chunky and like delicious and like very like a lot of cheese on half 
And then, like, it would be, like, a whole block of cheese. And then, um, hmm, what else would I want? Like, a bunch of sleepy time tea with, like, <laughs> honey and, like, milk in it. Just and knock then, yourself like, out before oh, being put Yeah, down, I want to yeah. be really sleepy. And then I <laughs> want, like, cozy. a whole gallon of eggnog. Um, oh, wow. hmm. And then I just want some, like, carrots. And then I want, like, a whole pound of french fries. And then, um, that's enough. Your eyes are getting too big for your stomach. You're not gonna be able to eat all this now. And then I want a banana chocolate crepe from Japan. It has to be flown from Japan. Yeah, you're doing the old run of the clock thing. You're trying to give an enormous one of food. And then I want a four loco. You could never, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll maybe pour some, some, some sort of Irish cream liquor into my coffee, at least with my cigarette. That all does sound good. It sounds like a. I just want to be buzzing and uncomfortable and have to poop when I get lasered up so that I just... I want to poop myself when I die, so it's like <laughs> I think, just yeah, like I a think fuck you to Make the- <laughs> it as sweaty and uncomfortable. Like I'm like sweating I'm and trying kind to think of almost pooping before yeah. I get shocked. So when it all happens, I'm like, I'm just a mess to deal with. Yeah, that's I'm, maybe the last I'm trying thing. to think of just a because- meal that'll give me real loose diarrhea. But that's a different... <laughs> That's a different podcast. And we'll, we that's more X-Files pod talk. You know, that's, that's what we do there. Is it? We'll bring it there. Um, that's and we're gonna close out the death row death row meals there, and that's we can re- reoccur that because there's been more than three people on death row as it turns out. You know, a lot of people spend like a lot of time on death row. It's not like I used to think it was a thing like you're on death row, no, you're, you're there gonna for be like there 15 for like years, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the average is like 15, like 16 years or, or something, something like, like that. that. Yes, yeah. in the teens, like mm. I thought it would be like a couple months at most for mm. some reason. Um, I don't know what brought me to that conclusion, but I definitely didn't think it would be like in the teen years. Mm. Uh, and that brings us to today's sponsor. Maya, what is today's sponsor? The, today's sponsor is Tater Tot Casserole. Brought to you by Spuds McGee. Fresh tater tots, fresh from our fields to your mouth. If you don't have a pound of cheese on these potatoes, you're wrong. Yeah. You can't eat them like, like that. Tell, it's wrong. Tell Stover's we'll to shove your, it. We'll bust into your house and shove a block of cheese right down your throat. You can't eat equal parts potatoes to, and cheese. If not two parts cheese, one, one part potato. Like God intended. The Midwestern God. Thank you. If you don't know what tater tot casserole they do. is, they do. Um, then please. Yeah, send an email to Pumpkin Hill Radio we'll send at gmail. You a recipe and your life will be changed. Okay. Maya, do we have any horror recommendations for the listener this uh Well definitely the new Godzilla movie. I have that written down. Yeah. Godzilla minus one. See it in theaters while you can. Uh, I'm sure it'll come. It'll come out on whatever Blu-ray at some point. But you're not gonna want to watch that. You're you watch it on TV. Your dogs and have to be taken out halfway through. You're gonna like be making a meal, folks. You're gonna look down at like the fork trying to pick up some food. It's like worth a, it to see it in theaters because it's yeah. It, it's, it shows you, the size of Godzilla and the detail. You want to be detail. unbothered, and you want to hear because they use that original Godzilla like theme and and throughout it. Um, and you really want to hear that through that Dolby sound, that crisp sound. Whatever they're using over in Japan, it, it was you know, whatever it is. It sounded great. I like I like hearing it, especially because all those all those sounds have been like retroactively used for like beats in like different famous songs at this point. So you hear these Godzilla things, and you're like, you know, am I about to hear a sick beat, a sick a sick line? And could you um could you replicate one of these um, sounds that you're talking about uh, with your with your own voice? 
god, it's like it's like dun dun dun. The Simon Simon says, Simon says, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like you look up Simon says, uh, and then maybe put like Godzilla sound, and you're gonna hear a good song. I don't know if it's it's probably so good in this day and age. I haven't heard it in a while. I don't know what the exact lyrics are. Don't quote me on that. Uh, next horror recommendation. In this kind of frozen season that we're sitting in, this this frozen waste, this wasteland tundra, uh, the thing, nineteen seventy nine, eighty. Uh, you know, I'm not going to put a date on it. The the not the remake, the original. I'll say that the original in the movie, not the book. Man, very specifically, the original movie. Watch the thing. It's all set in ice stuff. This is good if you want sort of that cold, icy feel without the exact like holiday aspect of it sometimes you mm. want to get scared without like having santa be like being the one coming down the chimney being the one that's kicking asses yeah, yeah. Uh, so the thing is a good movie for that i think and then and then you go ahead and you can watch the the original which i actually think is a prequel to the first one but you know what are you gonna what are you gonna say about that because in the original there's a dog running to the uh, research center and at the end of the of the new one this mutant dog escapes and runs off into the the Arctic wastes. I think I remember this thing. I yeah, think I, I remember you, the. I made you watch that. I think I loosely paid attention to it yep, too. Yeah, made you watch that because I like that movie, and it's spooky in a very ominous way, and the practical effects are to die for. And oh, good! I keep on getting these notifications on on my recording studio that uh, my recording software that it's it's like. Having cautions and, and menu uh, things, but it seems to still be recording. And now I'm going to put up, put on the close out music as we close down here today. Maya, do you have anything to plug? Um, knitting. Um, well, you yes. know, learn how to knit. It's so cozy. Uh, for the listeners, um, during this podcast, I finished my scarf and I haven't hat started. So yeah, it's cozy, yeah. it's productive, it's monotonous, you know, and it produces some great gifts for your friends and mm-hmm. family. She rolled out of uh, the end of a scarf, now she's working on something else. I think a part of our X Files podcast rewatch will probably be her knitting through every episode. So that'll be something we can we can update you on uh, what is being knit. You know, maybe it'll relate to the episode. It could relate to the episode, and you can email in, and maybe you could buy it. Who the hell fucking knows? I don't know. Or win it. Or win it. We could auction it off. I don't know. Something to think about. It's a lot of work, but yeah, if you feel comfortable with that. Anything else you want to plug? Uh, Wormwood Art, Wormwood underscore Art Instagram. Yep, huh? just my Instagram. Check it out. Great. Um. Uh, but yeah, so my plugs. So keep keep on listening after the show. I, I've been putting like covers of songs and some original songs afterwards. I don't really like say that anywhere in the in the show. So it just sort of happens afterwards. They can tell it's you. Um, it's it is yes heavy speech impediment. So that's yeah. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's there. Check it out. I tried to put like what the cover is or what the original song name is there. Uh, that's by my. I'm gonna. I'm calling that. Uh, that music, uh, that adventure into music, I'm calling that the, the casket key. That's what I'm going to call myself, casket key. I like that word. And I also say, it's maybe it's too late to talk about, I did buy a real casket key that I have not touched. But we'll, we'll dig into that next episode. I don't think we should touch it. I'm going to, we'll dig into that next episode. 
I'm gonna promote uh, my Etsy. We'll touch it next episode. Red, we're gonna well maybe we'll get cursed next episode. Red Temple Radio on Etsy has been doing better than usual, probably because I have Godzilla related prints and it's near the holidays, so I think people are going off that for that. But check it out. Uh, at least just to see my art. You're not gonna buy anything, but it's kind of like going to a virtual art gallery. Red Temple Radio at Etsy, whatever. Love that. Um, yeah, if if you liked, if you listened this far, give just go up to the top of whatever you're listening to. Give it five stars on Spotify and Apple, Pod, and Apple Podcasts. You can leave a full on review. Just give it five stars and a review. Maybe you can leave a little question or comment there. Whatever. Leave keep some it emojis. Leave an emoji. Leave your favorite emoji there. And tell Maya what to knit for the X-Files thing that we'll, we'll, we'll work on soon. Um, no less than five stars, please. Email redtempleradio at gmail.com if you have any questions or concerns or a rating or less a than that. Or, or a spooky thing. Spooky yeah, we'll, stories. We'll, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll shout you out. If you if you write in, I'll shout you out. Whatever. Um, and subscribe on whatever you're listening to or on every... Download a couple more apps and then subscribe on all of them just to get that notification a couple times. You want to you be woken up early with the pings. Thank you for listening to Holiday Hill Radio. I have been your host, Travis Wormwood. And and, uh, thank you to my guest slash co-host, sometimes co-host, Maya Wormwood. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. Uh, Until next time, see ya, you spooky little wasteland mutants. Slow dance with you. I just want to slow dance with you. I know all the other boys are tough. Smooth, and I got the blues. I wanna slow dance with you. Slow dance with you. I just wanna slow dance with you. Why don't you take a chance? I got the moves I'd like to prove, and I wanna slow dance with you. Slow. Dance with you.